machine learning. I want to be talking about Allstate versus Cisco. And the reason I did this analysis is I was looking at dividend growth and I wanted to see if there was any correlation um, and it, it between dividend growth and price. And what I'm, uh, uh, I didn't actually find a correlation there, but it was interesting. And uh, I've been starting to <clears throat> study uh, time series and forecasting and using ARMA. Um, and I'm going to talk about ARMA in the future with uh, my analysis with T-Mobile. But, um, you know, when you look at Allstate and you look at uh, Cisco, both are very good companies for producing income in terms of dividend. And they both are very good companies. They um, are very large. But one of the things that uh, I found was interesting was that um, Cisco is five times the size in terms of market capitalization than Allstate, yet Allstate has the same revenue base, about $51 billion, as uh, Cisco does. And so right off the bat, uh, Allstate looks like a really good company in terms of um, its, its dividend payments. And if you look at the overall dividend payments, uh, about... It, in the time period that I was analyzing, it had a 30% return in the total amount of money invested just from the dividends. So like if you had $1,000 in that time period that I was looking at, it would would have returned 30%. So Allstate did have more of a dividend frequency than Cisco, but yet Cisco's Price looked really good, very predictable. It had a uh, um, a nice a nice growth pattern to it. Okay, so one one of the things that I did do when I first pulled this in from Yahoo, you can just go to Yahoo Finance, and you can grab the um, you can grab the the historical data, and then you can pull that into Python and and then plot it out, and. Somewhere around uh, April of 2020, there was this huge drop in the valuation of, of Allstate. And I think maybe the, the drop could have been due to a number of factors. I couldn't actually find the, the event that caused that. Maybe they missed an, uh, an estimation. Maybe a mutual fund decided to rebalance at that point. Uh, and and reduce some of their positions in Allstate. But it was kind of unclear what caused that drop. And it could have also been COVID. Um, maybe there was some uh, concern that the number of COVID cases was going to increase faster than expected and there might be higher uh, insurance payouts. But it's unclear what would the concern was, but it seemed like the Allstate um, was able to to recover from that and uh, either pass on the cost to the consumer by higher premiums or um, 
that it was an overreaction, a premature overreaction to some some fears. But it uh, seemed to be performed pretty well. And uh, overall, if you put it into a linear regression model in Seaborn, it it uh, it it climbs. And then also it's interesting about the same time period, you see that Cisco had um, a similar drop, and I'm wondering if that was just a, an overall market movement. So one one way to to look at this is maybe take. Uh, the three and overlay that with the s and p five hundred and and take a look to see if in that time period that the overall market was um, uh, panicking you know and that was pretty close to the time where uh, biden trump were uh, tra- sh- shifting power so i 'm wondering if that the, there was some concerns over the new uh, leadership and and there might have been some sell off there caused from political actions uh not sure but those are all these those things that uh, you can't know and uh probably shouldn't really con- concern yourself on those particular events because what you're looking at is kind of the group data uh the trends that that are moving uh as a group and uh, trying to figure out uh what the, those might those patterns might be so what I did next was I downloaded the dividend earnings and uh, and then just plotted it out. And I noticed that there was this kind of a drop in dividends also around that same period of, of uh, April 4th. And the, so the dividends decreased, uh, the stock decreased for Allstate during that same time period. But what's interesting is that if you move the... Um, dividend p- payments, and then you plot them out. Uh, you can see that there's kind of the stepwising uh, frequency that's occurring with Allstate. That's quite a bit different from uh, the the patterns that are going with dividend payments by Cisco. So you would you would think that the that when you look at the dividend payments by Cisco, it was just a, a steady climb. But there was this huge uh, jump in dividend payments uh, just recently by Allstate in the last few payments. And so uh, it was significantly, significantly larger than before. And I'm wondering if that's just to reward investors so that they will maintain their positions. So they had to pay more out to their investors to keep them. It's just fascinating when you look at the data and you see some behavior that uh, is is different, especially when you're looking at uh, a, a smooth curve. Like if you were looking at Cisco's dividend payments, it's very regular and it's the steady climb up. Um, so the, you know, your accumulation on Cisco is very smooth, but then if you look at overall, uh, the payments that, uh, Allstate had, it's also has a linear lineup. So your accumulation is, is, um, very frequent and it, and it continues to climb. So that profile, uh, combined with your initial investment is, uh, is really good. 
So the next thing I want to do is look at uh, how the growth would look cumulatively. And the way I did that was I, I did a, a um, Seaborn and I, I ran it through a pivot table and I ran my accumulation. So what I wanted to do is take uh, uh, the my year, my dividend payments, and then I'm going to index it by month. So I want to take all of it, aggregate it by the month. So I'm not getting, uh, I can see things accumulating by the month. And uh, and then get my totals, and then I can do a come sum on that. And then that'll give me a running total. So with those running totals, then I can plot them out with a bar plot. And I can take a look to see how uh, Cisco performs in with its dividends against Allstate. And what you see is that... Uh, given the time range like from 2011 to 2021 that both both uh are climbing but the accumulation let's see between on all state would uh, from 2011 start somewhere around uh 14 and then it goes to about 30 whereas uh Cisco starts at 5 and goes to 10 so you can you can definitely see from the bar plot when I'm looking at the accumulation on the dividends that your the dividend payments are significantly more for Allstate. So if I were looking at an investment just between based on the the dividend performance, I would I would definitely uh, lean be inclined to look at at Allstate. Now what I want to look at now is. The second thing is using percent of growth to calculate the value of a uh, the growth rates for Cisco and Allstate. And when I plotted them out, it looks like they're very similar in the, kind of their trajectory between Allstate and Cisco. The difference being is that it looks like Allstate's growth is actually stronger than Cisco's growth. So uh, based on that, I would predict that uh, your initial investment of $1,000 would uh, produce more for Allstate than Cisco. And so what I did is then I, I used the opening um, price for Cisco and Allstate, calculated the percent turn, uh, then I t take that percent and add one to it and then I take that and multiply that by the percent change um, using a come product which would be the accumulation product and then I can just uh, plot those um, those uh, that those percentage change cumulatively by applying my thousand dollars so I take my thousand dollars and then plot that out and what you can see is that Cisco's would have from uh, 2019 to 21, you would have made about uh, $300. And for Allstate, you would have made uh, from 1000 to 1600 you would have made $1,600. So for, based on those that kind of linear growth, um, I would. It looks kind of more like 
Cisco's uh, recovering. And I'm wondering if that that's the disruption in the for Cisco may have been the 5G market. And I'll be talking about that with T-Mobile versus Verizon uh, as I've started to analyze some of their stats. And, you know, when you look at uh, disruptive technologies like 5G, it's um, it costs a lot of money, maybe $51 billion to or more to implement that infrastructure and to to gather that um, the subscriber base. So the question is is what, and I'll talk about that more about T-Mobile is and, and Verizon is is how their different marketing strategies and the different technologies required to implement a new communication infrastructure. And so you know it's interesting because T-Mobile is having to now starting to move away from the home consumer to the businesses and whether they are going to be able to absorb all of the new subscriber base and they're going to be able to um, handle that plus the business and being able to provide the reliability that businesses are going to need for uh, fast communication and reliable communication will be will be one to to see if they can do that but it, it seems to be that there is a new um approach that's occurring and i think we're going to um I, I saw one case where they said that their goal was to have like t-mobile's goal was to have like 300 million subscribers and by uh, 2025 and you look at also the fact that um they will have to be able to handle that much data transmission is really quite amazing. Well, let's not move off to that, but let's stay on the Allstate. So in the case of Allstate, I really like the profile I'm seeing there. And um, it does look like if you did a correlation between Cisco and Allstate that there, there is some correlation, but it's not a strong correlation. They don't seem to be moving together. Um, what I probably would like to do is now take an analysis and analyze that against the S&P 500.